Welcome to the Seller District's Boozy Breakdown. We're your hosts, Ryan and Caitlin. And we're here to break down what's going on with our business, our current adventure, and what's coming up next. Welcome to episode three of the Seller District's Boozy Breakdown. I can't believe it's already episode three. <laughs> Today we're going to recap you on Temecula, which was last weekend, and also give you some small updates on the business. So what is currently going on in the business, the Seller District business? Well, last time we chatted, I had planned everything through March, and I took some time to sit down, and now we are planned out through May. So we have all of our adventures planned out. Uh, we're going to be visiting a few different states, and then maybe even some other countries. That's cool. I'm looking forward to getting out of the uh, state finally. Mm -hmm. I think we've all done just California, right? Yeah, so far it's just been a California tour. So it'll be definitely cool to get out, try some other breweries, try some other wineries from outside the state and outside the country again. Oh yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Another business update is we really want to start bringing you guys more behind the scenes tours, more chit chats with some of the, you know, winemakers or brewers and just give you guys more in-depth insight to these places. So I'm going to start reaching out to some marketing teams ahead of time just to see if we can get something scheduled and not scare everyone with a big camera. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be a little bit more fun. Yeah, for sure. So what other uh, adventure did we go on over the weekend? We did our Temecula wine tour this past weekend. So we drove down and back. 16 hour day, but totally worth it. Yeah, that was our longest one yet. Yeah. Uh, Super early morning, about just before five o'clock left. Two hour drive down. Coffee stop at Augie's. Yeah. (laughs) And then a late night back got back around 10 o'clock but overall it was a fun trip we'll kind of give you guys the rundown yeah it was a really fun did. trip so the first place we went to well first we got there had to take care of some stuff and then we went to Augie's to have some coffee which is in Old Town Temecula mm-hmm. which was also located where Chef Flavor was which was technically our first stop Chef Flavor is awesome so it is in Old Town Temecula and a little fun fact about that place is it was actually established in 1882 it's a super old look little city in the middle of a booming city. So it's it's pretty neat how they kept it eclectic. <laughs> yeah. And we went there because that's where Akash was doing a pop-up. His winery is currently under construction right now. Mm-hmm. And so for the next six weeks, I guess five weeks now, <laughs> they're going to be there doing tastings out of the Chef Flavors restaurant. I really like their setup there too. Chef Flavor already is a, a super cute place. Very Instagrammable. And they've got huge portions. Their food is phenomenal for one, but for two, I ordered something thinking it would be super small and it was crazy obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. It reminds me of, you know what it reminds me of a little bit of taste on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. So they got all the beers and all the wines. Um, and you can tell it's not the stuff you just find at your local grocery store. But it's kind of, it's more unique things. And they got the sauces, the chips, and the just all the fun stuff that goes with it. It's pretty good food for a pretty good price. Yeah, I, the food is amazing and it is very cute. At Chef Flavor, we also got to meet up with Louise from Temecula Life. Remember that? Yeah, that was cool. That was the first time we actually got to sit down, talk to them, talk about the business and where exactly they're at and why they kind of got started doing Temecula marketing. Yeah. Uh, Mostly uh, breweries and wineries because I know we started out using them as a social media or marketing company to kind of figure out what's going on in Temecula. 
Yeah, they had all the latest events. They have all the tastings and things like that. They also highlight the hot air balloon rides and all that good stuff. It was really nice to meet him, actually sit down and talk to him and his wife, really cool people. So that was like a little plus to this trip. I was really happy about that. And then Akash, we got to sit down and talk to him for a little bit. On our YouTube, you'll see like a mini interview with him. I just have a lot of fun with both of them. But Akash, man, they're an old school favorite. Yeah, I remember going to their winery back when they were not just starting out, but they were still fairly new. They had the building up, but they had no electricity, porter potties for bathrooms. I don't even think they were licensed to do tastings. They weren't licensed to sell tastings. Oh, sell tastings. That was it. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like, hey, it was the only winery where you can kind of go get some free tastings. <laughs> as long as you kind of bought a bottle, it was like, <laughs> you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back type of thing. An unspoken rule. The unspoken rule. <laughs> I love their wines. Uh, from their wines, I mean, we tasted their 2017-18 Sauvignon Blanc, their Petite Syrah, Zinfandel, Cabernet Sauvignon, and then their Three's Company, which was a blend, which I have to admit was probably my favorite. What do you think? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, they were able to capture the best of each of the three wines and blend it perfectly to was mm-hmm. a well-balanced wine that tasted really good. Mm-hmm. And what I like, too, is that their, their wines have a little bit of a different flair with each vintage. So they do a holistic, all-natural winemaking process, and so they're not adding, like, sulfates and mega purples and things like that. And what that means is, like, whatever grapes and harvest you get is what you have to make wine with. None of their wines that we had, we had tasted prior. I mean, we'd had obviously their Cabernet Sauvignon, but we hadn't actually had this vintage and it was a little different. I kind of like that it switches things up a bit. Yeah, and you can definitely tell some are sweeter than others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. So I think that about does it for Akash. And then we had a second stop. Yep. So our second stop was at Pattaya Winery. They're a fairly new winery. They just opened up in August. They have the Northern Italian inspired thing going on because Mm -hmm. the owner's from Northern Italy. (laughs) That helps. Yeah. The cool thing about them that I didn't really notice was I knew they had something to do with Ponte, but I didn't realize they're under the Ponte family because the owner is one of the Pontes. So I found that interesting, and there's a lot of similarities. So if you do stop by Ponte Winery, they're now doing the barrel tastings and some things that we saw going on at Bataya, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool because we were members at Ponte for what, a, pretty much a year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of our favorite wineries while we were going there. It just happens to be the new winery up there is also one of our new favorites, <laughs> and they're very similar. Yeah. You could definitely tell they're uh, doing the same thing. I really like Bataya. I love their aesthetic. I mean, the ceilings are all vaulted. How tall do you think the ceilings are? 25, 30 feet. Yeah. yeah they're huge. It's so light, bright, and airy. They have a pool with old like cabanas and a nice patio. We didn't show any of that to you guys in our video, <laughs> but it all it's all there. Yeah. And there's a couple shots of it, just not close up. Yeah. I wonder how that style of winery is going to do in Temecula because it's so much different. <laughs> than everything else that's out there. Indifference, good. I know the fermentation room is going to be cool. Oh yeah, it already um, is. I know that patio is gonna be amazing because of the views. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the pool should be pretty cool. I know there's a couple other wineries that have pools and stuff. So I think next summer is gonna be their first summer mm-hmm. to really experience the whole Pattaya kind of new thing that they're bringing to the area. I mean, I guess the style they're going for is really popular in Northern Italy. 
but who knows how it does here. I'm kind of excited to check it out. Yeah, me too in the summer. Well, the cool thing too is they do this little experience. So they actually have like blend wine mixing experience where you can mix different essentially grapes and wines and formulate your own bottle. That's really cool. And I guess that's really popular in Northern Italy too. Like that's really common. Yeah. And then we almost got the opportunity to film the fermentation room. That's where the the wine mixing thing is going on. But as we were about to go in, our poor said, oh, wait, we, I just asked we can take video in it. I mean, we could have taken pictures, but I don't, we didn't take any cameras inside. But the tour was still so cool. It was like so behind cool. the scenes, like how they actually make the wine. And it's a lot different than the other wineries in Temecula. They kind of use that older northern Italy, Italian wine making process, which they use concrete stoppers. They use the cask, the patais for fermenting, which are gigantic casks. I forgot how how big they are, but if you're typical barrel, you can get like 500 bottles out of. These casks look like you could probably get like 100,000 bottles. That's probably exaggeration, but (laughs) they're huge and they're so cool. And I guess they last like three times longer than a normal barrel. Yeah, I think the normal Spain is like five to seven years or something like that for a normal barrel. And then for those, and then like 20 years, it's like the time of a mortgage, I think. Like, it's crazy. Pretty cool. Yeah, really cool process. We did have, or we had tasting. Yep. Uh, what, five wines? I think no, it was like, it eight. Was like eight, eight wines. Eight or nine. They had a huge lineup because we did the barrel tasting. Yes. And that was normal than, or different than the normal tasting. So <laughs> I know you thought the whole experience of like coming in was a lot different than a normal winery. <laughs> yes, to say the least, it was a little different. When you first come in, I, I think I was a little thrown off by Bataya because when you walk in, you announce yourself to the front counter and that's totally fine. And you tell them why you're here. Once they figure out like what your purpose for being there is, they take you to your designated area. So if you're in a tasting, you're going to a tasting room. If you're doing a bottle, you can do like the patio or the center. And then they have another off to the right room, which I'm not even sure what that's for. But once we got into the tasting room, I kind of felt like since that was my area, I wasn't really supposed to leave. I know that's probably my fault just for putting that pressure on myself, but it felt a little, a little trapped. Yeah. So next time I think maybe we'll just get a bottle and roam around a little more. I think that's probably the best because once you get in that room, you kind of feel like you said, you just kind of feel stuck. Even the room was really cool though. So we were doing the tastings. We had about eight tastings. We had the Pinot Grigio, our niece, the Testo, the Petit Syrah, San Jovis, the Montepulciano, the Nero de Avola. We're actually reading this because when you start getting all these (laughs) Italian names going, it starts to get a little hard. It does. The Nero Um, de Avola is actually the darkest grape in the world. World, we learned. Oh, yeah, that was so cool. So uh-huh. he pulled out this big chart of like all the great varietals from the lightest to the darkest. And I mean, it's funny because the grape or the wine itself wasn't dark. But then he also said, well, just because the grape isn't a dark grape doesn't mean it's going to produce a dark wine. So, I mean, it's mostly juices. The color comes from the skins. It's just kind of interesting, that whole process. And I don't know why drinking the wine with the darkest grape was cool, but it is. It is, especially when they pull out this little, looks like a chemistry chart, didn't it? Yeah. What's that chemistry chart called? Table of con. No. <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> well, you guys know what we're Ta- talking about. Element. Table of Elements. There we go. The Table of Elements pops out, but it's really grapes instead. Pretty neat. We were going to go to one more winery. Mm-hmm. We decided not to. We skipped Avonsol. It was getting late. It was like almost 4 p.m. Like I said, we started super early. We were starting to get a little burnt out. I a think I was getting a little cranky and Caitlin shut down production on us. So... We stopped at two and called it a day. Avonsol's one of our favorites. We'll probably go back there. They have a wonderful dinner area. It's really beautiful. That's usually where we do like our anniversary dinners or our Valentine's Day dinners. So I'm sorry that we didn't get to show you guys that, but we're going to be doing so many more trips to Temecula that I think it'll be okay. Yeah. We'll get in there one day. So what's next? What's in the next weekly adventures? Next week is LA. We're doing all the LA things. Like what? Well, like the Hollywood sign. We're going to do the hike up to the sign, get some cool footage of that, see the stars on the sidewalk and kind of get some shots there and then Rodeo Drive. Sweet. Plus beer. Hope we see some uh, characters out there. Oh, it's LA. You're going to see characters. And we're going to have the camera. So I think everyone's going to think they're going to be famous. (laughs) The funny thing about LA people versus Temecula people that we learned very quickly. In LA, when you bust out the camera with the mic and all that stuff on it, they might laugh. They're kind of looking at you, but they they don't care. We had people that were just walking behind us, didn't care. Obviously, we're filming. In Temecula, though, people ran. Yeah, they're not a big fan of the camera. They're not. Most places we visit up here, too, when we go somewhere and we have the camera, they're like, yeah, come on in. Let's ask questions. Let's do this. As you guys have seen, like most people are eager to tell our story. In Temecula, we walk into one of the wineries and we have the equipment and we're trying to do the scene where we're walking up and we open the door and there's this like beautiful setting. And then the girl behind the counter is like, excuse me, I'm really not sure if we can do that. I'm like, whoa, I didn't expect that. Well, maybe we'll get some cool footage in LA and no one will, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe, who knows? But yeah, we're pretty excited about LA. We're doing all the LA things. And then, I mean, other than thing, other than that, we have, I mean, we have a mammoth beer tour coming up. We're doing like a little Malibu treat for you guys. So I think we have some good things in the pipeline. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Stay tuned. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, next plans. What's, what's going on with the business? Let's finish up with business. I think it's the same old thing. I mean, we got an LLC approved, which is really exciting. I didn't expect us not to. It's pretty much like pay money, get your LLC. Get more content, right? Yeah, just just pump out the videos, pump out mm-hmm. the content. I think, I think we need to bump it up to maybe two YouTubes a week. I'm not sure if we're ready to do that quite yet. I maybe. want to do it. But I don't know if we can execute. I'd hate to overpromise and underdeliver. Yeah, we'll have to talk about it. Maybe we'll talk about it on the next podcast on what our second. So we're going to continue. We'll always do our weekly adventure, our big adventure during the weekend. But we're also thinking about, or I've been thinking about, doing like a little mini video and this one will be even shorter and maybe it'll talk about like a certain cause or something going on in the industry when sierra nevada made a beer for charity for the fires that happened in southern california and all that but no one really promoted it or marketed it i think it would be cool to bring those kind of topics on the podcast on the videos Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff and then what's cool like what kind of wines you can drink and not get hangovers technically there's a lot more to it than that but little fun topics like that i think would be kind of interesting i'm totally down to do something like that i hope you guys are yeah that'd be cool cool outside of that i think it's just more content getting better at the content we're putting out you know step up the video quality all that good stuff and just keep on moving 
Yep, yep. Anything else you want to add? No, I think that's really it. Um, that kind of sums up our week. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and YouTube at The Seller District. We post videos daily and pictures. Yeah, we post pictures daily and videos weekly. You know what I meant. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll chat with y'all next week. Cheers. Cheers.